go. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in. Tim Matheson here from Kamari Labs. We got a great episode up ahead of us. We're going to talk about some niche products uh, that you can get into selling on Shopify, which are really hot right now, mainly being CBD. Uh, we're going to talk about drop shipping. We're going to talk about some of the various uh, tactics and techniques that you can promote your Shopify store, promote your products on Shopify, and we're going to talk about reviews. So stay tuned. But one of the things I wanted to bring up on this episode is I was on Trustpilot recently and I naturally looked up Shopify.com just to see what some of the <coughs> complaints might be about the platform. And I was surprised to find that they only had one star. They had 162 reviews and they were bad. Uh, you know, apparently though, Shopify is getting kind of the shaft here because these people have actually not, uh, they're not Shopify customers, but rather customers of Shopify customers, if that makes sense. So they've purchased from unscrupulous merchants that may have been using the .myshopify domain and you know they got burned um, the product was never delivered but they because it says dot my Shopify in their URL um, they assume that 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 they purchased these products from Shopify and naturally they went on here and, and left a bad review here's one from just seven hours ago I bought four hundred dollars in Christmas presents from I bought four hundred dollars in Christmas presents from StevensGo.MyShopify.com. Stevens Go, if you're out there, shame on you for not shipping this man's Christmas presents. The money left, my credit card, and the store closed down. Email bounced and phone disconnected. Complete scam. Glad I used my Amex and they are taking care of reversing the charge. Sad that people do this to one another. So they're not really aware that it's Shopify. It's not Shopify, but it's just rather a platform for people to sell on, much like eBay or other platforms. And so... But this is very damaging to uh, someone that may or may not be looking at Shopify and they see this and they don't really know what to think of all this because they're talking about it's a scam, stay away from their affiliates and uh, don't don't purchase anything from a site with my Shopify and the address, uh, you know, and so that's very, very concerning to me. Um, and probably most of my clients because they are on Shopify. Um, but in light of all this, if you've set up your domain, which I hope you have, um, I don't even know if you can use the store with the dot my Shopify extension anymore. I believe they phased that out possibly due to this, but these guys are recent reviews. These are six days ago, five days ago. So I'm really curious as to what's going on there. Um, it sounds like a bunch of shops are setting up shop, taking credit cards, and just closing down. Um, so anyway, that's unfortunate negative news. But in other news, um, we have the latest and greatest uh, information from Shopify in terms of the platform updates for you, and that's coming up in our next segment. Looking for a new business to start on Shopify? Consider CBD. The 2018 Farm Bill is currently being reviewed and if signed by Trump, industrial hemp and uh, CBD products 
uh, will be mainstream given they uh, don't contain more than 0.3 THC. Um, if you're not familiar with CBD, it's an extract of the cannabis plant that has many uh, health and medical benefits. It, it does promote lots of good things and you know treat some things. Um, of course it's not FDA approved but there is quite a bit of research around this uh, molecule and in the past it's been kind of taboo to sell CBD because it was harder to find a payment processor someone that would carry the payment for you. So now with this new farm bill everybody's ramping up for CBD uh, stores and things because it's a very hot product I mean, they sell this stuff on Amazon. We're in this kind of uh, pseudo-legal limbo here, but it's coming to an end, and this is a great way, if you're thinking about starting a new Shopify store, uh, a great niche that you can tap into uh, that's really wide open. Um, you're seeing tons and tons of these shops pop up every every day more and more you'll see if you google cbd online or just check amazon you'll see there's hundreds of people that are already selling this um and that's because it's very big um you'll you can also buy it in stores grocery stores uh, holistic grocery stores and things like that are carrying it more and more uh, i believe you can even buy it at walmart in some cases um but it's just a great business. Um, you can, if you if you don't know how to manufacture CBD or something, or you don't want to do that part of it, you can easily find a manufacturer that will white label your product, maybe even help you formulate your products and uh, get you rolling there. And that's a great way to start. And then as you grow, you can maybe move into a factory or something like that. But it's just a great way to get started. Um, check it out there's tons of information online about it and if you're looking to start a cbd store on shopify give us a call 1-800-683-4783 or you can visit our website at kamarilabs.com with the holidays coming up fraud is on the rise and with that shopify launched some new security features you should be aware of uh, 3d secure available on shopify payments as of november 13th 2018 Protect your store with 3D Secure Authentication, which provides an additional layer of security for online credit and debit card transactions. When you use 3D Secure with Shopify Payments, your customers need to verify their identity with the bank during checkout. After a customer's identity is confirmed using 3D Secure, a fraudulent chargeback can't be filed for the order. And so, therefore, this is great for anybody selling things like jewelry or something really expensive where you're concerned about fraud. Um, because for those of you that aren't aware, this is a big thing right now where consumers uh, purchase goods from merchants online and uh, a few days later they charge back. And what this does is it opens a dispute with uh, their bank and gives them their funds back, um, ultimately. In some cases it, it, it doesn't, but this is the process. And so scammers are wise to this uh, loophole in the payment system, which is to prevent people from getting ripped off. Ironically, it's causing that though, because people use this to purchase goods from your store, and once they receive the goods, then they do the refund, and they've done it with some kind of card that's not linked to them, or in some kind of way. 
and they accumulate massive amounts of goods and cash in this way, gift cards, all kinds of things. Um, so 3D Secure is now available for Shopify payments and it's a great way to uh, authenticate buyers. However, you know, it may, it's obviously not great for sales to have to verify with your bank, but if you are selling things, you know, in excess of a few thousand dollars, I think it's definitely something worth looking at. And I just wanted to bring that up on this episode. In case you didn't see it, uh, Shopify put out an article, uh, Black Friday, Cyber Monday 2018, an analysis of over $1.5 billion in sales. Wow. I mean, that is a lot of sales. It's definitely not a uh, fad, this online e-commerce stuff. Uh, so they do dive into this with some really great uh, infographics. Um, but one that stood out in particular was the highest converting channels. And I was surprised to find that social was the least at 2% and email was the highest at 4.38%. So those of you out there that don't think MailChimp is worthwhile or that email marketing is dead, I mean, the numbers don't lie. Uh, These were targeted emails, I'm sure. They weren't just uh, spammy emails, but... This is why it's so critical to be collecting those emails of customers when they visit your store. Um, Offer them discounts, whatever you can to get that email address so that you can market them later when you have a new product that they may not know about and may want or may need. Um, This is just really great stuff. I mean, they've got the peak shopping hours, which is, you know, the best time or when the highest sales happened, which was around noontime. That's probably because everybody was on their lunch break. Um, so you can kind of extrapolate other data from this. Uh, it's just really interesting to read. Uh, there's some great bullet points here and some charts, but it's never been more important to have, uh, an aggressive marketing plan in place for your store. It's not enough guys just to throw up a store and just hope that the customer comes and finds you. Um, and social media, you can, throw money at ads and stuff. But if you don't really know who your customer is and you haven't done all the extra steps of getting your site up to par so that when they get there, the experience is is aligned with the branding and marketing. If they see a great video and they get there and your site doesn't work, for example, uh, it's not going to work. And and these types of sales will make or break a store uh, with, with some problems. So, um, that's where experts come in. That's where consultants come in. Um, there's free business lessons now with Shopify. So you can take all of that and educate yourself. Um, I highly recommend doing that, whether you hire someone or not, just so that you know what, uh, what you're hiring them to do and you can speak the lingo. You'll be much more communicative and, uh, easier to uh, work with. And you'll probably get a better experience from whatever consultant you hire. Um, but it's just very interesting to see, uh, mobile versus desktop sales, you know, 66% was mobile. So mobile first design is definitely a must at this point in 2019, we can't have sites with no mobile design. Um, I still, I'm still seeing a few kicking around here and there. We have clients come to us all the time with, uh, non-responsive designs, but, Usually that's why they're coming to us is because 
the non-responsive and they know they need it because people have either complained or their sales are dropping or whatever. And the sales dropping doesn't always mean it's your site. There's external factors. And that's another thing we haven't really touched on, on this podcast. Uh, there's external forces that are at work against your website every day. So even though you may be number one or even number three in Google today for your keyword, uh, it's not guaranteed, not even for an hour, um, because there's always a guy that's you know cranking out the next website that's just like yours, and he's SEO optimized just a little bit further so that he can knock you out of that place. Um, in the past, you know, it's been much more passive online. You could pretty much build a store and uh, you know put it out there, and you would get sales eventually. But today, it's uh, you know a more competitive space. Everybody's aware of the money that's available to be made online. I mean, just this was just a sale, guys. This isn't all year. This is just Black Friday. One and a half billion dollars online. It's insane. It's eight hundred seventy thousand dollars per minute at peak. Just to give you an idea, how much money that is is a, a crazy amount of money. So people are shopping and. They're shopping online. They want convenience. I mean, you got to think why people shop online to begin with and understand that it's convenience. So if your site's convenient and the price is right, you'll do all right. You're going to do great in e-commerce. But if your site's very inconvenient and thoughtless, meaning that someone comes there and the the experience is like you're trying to show them a, a slider that doesn't really mean anything or you're showing them blog articles and they came there to review your product. So um, understanding where traffic comes and how it, and once it gets there, how you direct that traffic and channel it into a sale is critical before doing anything with your site, really. I think even design should be formulated around those funnels because you want to be promoting that, that sale, that conversion. You create the problem, the solution, and then you move them through the funnel. So that's uh, my my take on that. I just wanted to put that out there. I'm going to put the link to this uh, article in the podcast episode description so that if you want to take a look at it, you're more than welcome. You know, I just saw a YouTube video and it was a guy basically saying that there's a lot of uh, Shopify guru scammers out there. And what he's talking about is actually these people that uh, are on YouTube and they're flashing their money and their fast cars and then they give out the screenshot and say, you know, I made 150 grand in, in 30 days. Here's how I did it. And usually they're selling some kind of course or affiliate URL type of thing. Then they're getting very wealthy off of this. And so he was basically calling out the fact that why is this going on? Why, why is this so prevalent? And I'll tell you one of the reasons this is happening is because um, people want to, for, for one, the most basic thing is that people want to think that life is easy. And so as soon as they see an easy path to get to success, they're all in. Um, and so these, these people are widely successful and it's free to listen and they listen and listen and listen. And if they listen long enough, usually they'll opt in and buy that course. And that course is usually paper thin with some very generic, uh, information and insight techniques and things um, that you could probably find online, what well, you can find online yourself. And this goes back to uh, what we were talking about earlier is that Shopify has all these great free e-commerce courses that you can enroll in 
for free. You don't have to pay. And they're, they're ran by professional people that will help you succeed. Um, these people are paid by Shopify. Um, so they're not just some scammer on YouTube looking to turn a quick buck um, that are going to give you, you know, a canned uh, course or something like that that's going to basically uh, do nothing for you in terms of getting sales and getting your store running and all of those wonderful things. So beware of the scammers. Definitely take advantage of that free material that they have over at Shopify. Five blogs a day uh, by Mark McDonald under entrepreneurship. Um, there was an article in case you missed it, the best content from Shopify in 2018. And why this is important is Shopify puts out all this great content to help you succeed as a merchant. And it's kind of like the old saying, you can take a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. So in order to really thrive in your business, especially if you're using Shopify as the backbone, you need to engage this content and definitely give it a read um, from time to time because they're putting out there lots of different shared experiences and, and stories from various people, experts, gurus, and, and there's this huge community around Shopify. And a lot of this content is highly valuable. There's many courses you can enroll in like the Shopify Academy. This year they just launched the Shopify Academy and it's a curated library of, of new and aspiring store owners that features comprehensive video courses, live and recorded webinars, and free tools and templates to help you run your business. Um, there's all kinds of things um, and just in this article alone, you know, get started with Shopify. They've got Samantha Renee, she's a success manager at Shopify and uh, she's got a free course here that you can take and she'll kind of guide you through that step-by-step -step part of you know becoming a an e-commerce merchant on Shopify. Um, if you're looking to start a print-on-demand business, they've got a free course for that. Um, growing your business with Instagram, they've got a free course for that. So Shopify is starting to really transition into this kind of DIY store owner experience where you can control your marketing, your sales, and as much as you want of your store without the need for, say, an expert or someone to come in and do all these things. Because while that may be a good idea to hire someone to manage all of that, you want to make sure that you understand what you're hiring them to do first. And so I think it's really great that they have all these courses. They're free and, um, you know, just head over to blogs.shopify blog.shopify.com and uh, that will uh, you know you'll see the article right there um, there will be a link in the description of this podcast to this article but there is tons and tons of very valuable um, insight and information just to get you started um, there's a lot of changes happening in the Shopify platform um, they you know recently added uh, barcode support for their products using any printer, um, express checkout for customers in all languages, all kinds of stuff. Um, but the biggest one that I really wanted to bring up in this episode was the Klarna Pay Later. Now, this is really an interesting thing. Um, it's directly integrated to Shopify with Shopify payments. So what it does is allow your customers to purchase from your store and 
pay for it later so it's sort of like an online layaway system where they can you know pay a little at a time every week for some higher ticket items or you know whatever the case um, this is great especially around the holidays it's unfortunate it didn't come out until December 7th but it definitely will be great for next year um, but what this does is give people the ability to purchase the things they want to purchase from you even though they might not have you know their next paycheck or whatever they're waiting for to purchase the goods from you um, so it's a great way to get some sales that you might have otherwise missed and that's definitely worth looking into it's called Klarna Pay K-L-A-R-N-A -A Pay so check that out um, it's a new feature on Shopify and you can read all about it on their blog and on changelog.shopify.com if it sounds too good to be true it probably is And we're live. What's up, everybody? December 20th, 2018. 11 days left of the year. Winding down. We made it through Black Friday. We made it through Cyber Monday. Congratulations if you're still here. You're doing great. Keep up the good work. Today, on today's podcast, I want to talk about Shopify Plus versus Shopify regular. Uh, a lot of people ask, a lot of our clients, uh, people on the internet ask, what's the difference in having Shopify Plus versus having regular Shopify? And I just want to touch on that today and kind of go over some of the reasons why there is two different Shopify's to begin with and why you may or may not need it. Now, first of all, Shopify itself is an e-commerce platform. It was founded in 2006 with just 3,000 uh, stores. And I was fortunate enough in 2008 to be in Las Vegas at RailsConf at a convention for developers. And I was able to meet the two founders at the time, which was the original core founders, Tobias Lutke and Cody Fauser. And Tobias Lutke really was the original uh, creator of Shopify, and he is a German national. He lives in Canada, uh, but he was looking to sell snowboards back in the early 2000s and found that it was fairly difficult with um, the current space, given there was the OS cart, there was X cart, there was 3D cart, there was all these different, there was Magento, there was WordPress plugins, WooCommerce, but they really were in their infancy and very difficult to use. Now, Tobias, I'm sure, could have coded up a solution for himself and and been done with the whole thing. Uh, but I think he realized that there was a problem, there was a need, and your average Joe to set up a store was up against a wall. So that was kind of the genesis of Shopify. And so Shopify came out, and the number one thing that drew everyone into Shopify to begin with was that it was streamlined and automated and easy for the average person that's not per se a technical person that wants to set up all these things and manage all these things or hire a developer to be able to uh, create a store and get a product out there and get a sale or maybe just try something um, quickly. 
And so that's what Shopify did, and it did it great. Still does today do that great. Um, this is before Squarespace or Wix or anything else came to play. So Tobias was the visionary of this kind of uh, commerce as a product type of model. And so over time, Shopify developed, and I, I grew with Shopify. Since 2008, I was integrating software into Shopify for OrderCup. Um, I was the senior developer on the project at the time, and I was in charge of integrations primarily. And uh, one of the main integrations that we were doing was Shopify. We did eBay and all, all of the carts. Uh, originally, I think this product was built around Volusion when I came to the product, and we expanded out into 15 different commerce channels, including Shopify. So I was very intrinsic with Shopify, the, the brand, the framework, and the software uh, from the beginning. And there was a lot of features that were lacking that had been available in traditional commerce sites and on th sites like Amazon. And Shopify slowly but surely added those features. But over time, after adding feature after feature, they grew and as a any online store any online company grows naturally they uh they incur more traffic and when they incur more traffic it's more expense and the profits dwindle so what happened is very large brands especially once shark tank started promoting shopify started moving onto the platform and this caused a huge burden for tobias and cody um Originally, again, this was just a mom-pop shop type server. Now, they were up to the task of scaling this, but, but in that came some costs. So that was why Shopify Plus was likely created, to facilitate those enterprise-level clients. 500K a year and plus, at least. Um, so there's quite a few merchants that are doing that on Shopify. And so... For them, it makes sense to be on this higher level tier because what you're getting with Shopify Plus really is it's a white glove service. They they talk about all these uh, you get great support and you get great themes. Most of that stuff you get from regular Shopify. What you really get is the ability to handle mass traffic, you know, a million a month in sales. Um, no problem. And Yes, it's expensive, but to someone making a million a month, are they really worried about a few thousand dollars uh, for Shopify? Shopify Plus is base price $2,000 or 25% of your sales, whichever is higher. Um, so the question, do I need Shopify Plus and why, is all about what are your sales like? If your sales are below sub 500K sales, no. I would say no Shopify, even sub 400. Um, you probably don't need it. If you're not experiencing massive traffic or anything like that, um, you really, Shopify Plus is, is overkill and it's just a lot of overhead. And a lot of the sites and stuff out there that you're going to read are going to hype it up because they want to sell you on signing up for it through their link and getting that commission for signing you up and I'm all for that if it's the right thing for you but I some of these sites are very misleading in in the sense that they're telling you you're going to get services that you already have and so if you especially if you're already on Shopify and you decided to upgrade to plus um 
you know, you're going to be disappointed because they've led you to believe that there's so much more beyond that. And this is coming from someone that's worked on many, many stores, um, owned many, many stores on Shopify and worked on both Plus and non-Plus Shopify's uh, stores throughout my career. And I can tell you, um, it's very little difference. Um, there's a few discounts. There's Shopify Flow, which you can use to automate your your tasks and things. Um, a lot of these are available at a basic level in the regular Shopify anyway. You do get dedicated support and you do get a little bit more help from Shopify, obviously. Um, you get dedicated phone support and premium you know, tech support and all that stuff. And you've got priority servers and you get to fully customize your site. Um, so for big brands like someone like Nike or Adidas, they need full control of the domain, the URL, the, the PCI compliance, every little aspect of their store. These are the target customers for Plus. I would say those are the type of people that need Plus. Um, if you're in magazines or you're doing a TV show coming up or something like that, it might be worthwhile to beef up to plus um, just because of the type of traffic that a PR or press release uh, or a TV show appearance or something like that could generate. Um, so that that's it, people. Um, if, if you're thinking about Shopify Plus, consider the cost, consider your sales. It is worth it in some sense. Um, I'm a fan of plus because you know, I love working on plus stores, first of all, because I can fully customize them. I can customize them to no end and uh, there's no barrier. And typically um, everything kind of works out better and you get better support from Shopify, but it does come at a cost. But again, you get what you pay for. Um, if you have a big brand and you're making millions of dollars a year, you definitely don't want to put that around a 30 to $80 a month Shopify plan. And so that's why it's so much people. And that's why it may not seem like it's for you, but it is valuable to someone. And it was to offset these big fish coming onto the platform and sinking all the little guys. Um, so they basically probably built out two variations of the, the software and they're similar, but they're operated and scaled differently so that they can handle the mass amounts of traffic. And that's all for this segment. I just wanted to touch on that. Thanks for listening.